Each week at BNI for Success, we'll talk about referral networking that works. We'll discuss networking tips, strategies, and action steps that are designed to help entrepreneurs and businesses work together to create quality referral business and explore new opportunities. Hi, welcome to BNI Decoded. This is our November, no, it isn't. This is our October session, and I'm really excited to um, welcome you here. And our topic is going to be, are you in the arena or the cheap seats? And before I introduce our guest, I just want to go through the format a little bit for you and what we do here. This is an opportunity for the executive director who brings a topping in to talk to you just a little bit more in depth than would happen in a regular director's presentation or maybe some other event or, or anything along those lines. And so it is going to have some participation. Um, Ed may or may not choose to involve you in, the, in his 10 to 15 minutes of speaking and then open up the room to questions and topics, or he might kind of make it a little bit of both as well. This is scheduled to end at a maximum 45 minutes from start. But we usually gear it for about 30 minutes or so. It depends how much you like him, right? So let's uh, let's move to the next slide and have the trumpets blare and introduce Ed Wilson. Um, Ed Wilson is our BNI San Diego Executive Director who is handling Are You in the Arena or the Cheap Seats? And I have to tell you that I have known Ed since BNI was in Upland. I almost said... Um, earlier than that. But what year do you think we met, Ed? It was probably 2008. 2008. The end of 2008. So that is a major portion of my 29 years of life. Mm. And uh, I'm, I'm excited not just to have this topic dealt with, but to turn the mic over to somebody that um, I've had an opportunity to work with through the years and see the changes um, professionally and personally. Thank you for being here, Ed. Thank you for having me, Cease. So my name is Ed Wilson. I am the executive director for BNI San Diego. I'm not gonna read through this, but you can kind of peruse through it as we kind of begin. As Cease mentioned, we have 45 minutes. I have about two and a half minutes worth of presentation. So we're gonna have a lot of conversation together. Uh, yes, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, I do actually like interaction. So feel free to unmute, uh, interact. I'm actually gonna ask someone in just a minute to read something for me. And because I love her voice so much, uh, Norm, that got you off the hook because I said her, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Dawn Brooks Gala to read something for me in just a moment. So get ready, Dawn, be prepared for that in just the, the near future. Uh, but that, yeah, that's a little bit about me. I've been in BNI now, actually uh, 17 and a half years, uh, started as a member in Tucson, Arizona and came to California got re-involved, uh, got to meet Lonnie Meisner, who's Dr. Ivan Meisner's sister. Uh, she introduced me to Cease and Mike and Norm Dominguez and obviously Ivan himself. I did a stint at our global headquarters for about six, six and a half years, and then became the franchisee down in San Diego uh, six and a half years ago. As a matter of fact, uh, February 9th of 2016. So enough about that, let's get on with it. So this is a topic that I absolutely love. And you're, uh, in just a moment, I'm gonna share a slide that I'm gonna ask 
Dawn to read, if she can read it, depending on how big it is on your screen, Dawn. But, you know, think about this phrase, are you in the arena or are you in the cheap seats? Now with just what it says on the screen, does anybody have an idea of what the next slide might be? It is a, it is a quote by a particular famous gentleman. Any ideas? Any takers? No. Well, let's go ahead and move on with it. It is The Man in the Arena by our very own Theodore Roosevelt. It is truly uh, one of my favorite quotes. It's actually on the wall in my office. This very picture is framed uh, in my office. And uh, Dawn, can you read that or is it too small? Okay, I'm not the exorcist, but I've got three screens, so your <laughs> quote is over here. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually a marina, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error or shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasm, enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement? And who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly? so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Now this quote represents for me, Don, thank you very much. This quote represents for me, the entrepreneur, the people that in B&I we are privileged to work with, right? And again, going back a slide to, are you in the arena or in the cheap seats? For those of us who have been in BNI you know, for a while, we have known people that are down on the field, you know, sweating, getting into it, getting in the thick of it in their membership, in their tenure in BNI. And then we know those people that are up in the cheap seats that are referred to as a BNI member, but in name only, right? They come in the room, they don't partake, they don't engage, they're there because they knew that they needed to, or they were told that they have to. We are actually looking for those individuals who want to be in the arena. Those individuals that we can work with side by side. You know, when, when you read this quote, oftentimes because of, uh, I forget his name, Russell Crowe uh, in, uh, I believe it was uh, Gladiator. A lot of times people picture, when you're, when you're thinking of this quote, you're picturing Russell Crowe in the arena in Gladiator. And, and that's a great image, but I want us to think about being in the arena, not by ourselves, but with other people, with a team of people that are there to support us, that we are there to support and interact with as well. And, and I have a question, where are you? Are you in the cheap seats or are you actually down in the arena? Are you actually in the thick of it? Are you engaged with whatever you're doing, whether it's something like we've got here, this thing called BNI, or 
in your own business or at your home with your family? Where is your engagement? Are you present? Speaking of present, I'm going to share a little story with you. My wonderful wife, who's not here at the moment, knows me better than anyone. And we were sitting, we've, we've got a family of six, four daughters, myself and my wife, and a couple of fur babies. Uh, and we were sitting at the dinner table one time. And uh, I'm sitting next to my wife. And there's all kinds of chatter going on with, with four girls. There's always stuff going on. And we're, you know, kind of talking. And all of a sudden, I, my hand's on the table. And my wife's hand goes over my hand. Now, for those of you who are married, you know that when that happens, something's going on, right? So I looked at my wife and I said, yes, dear, what's going on? She goes, why don't you join us? I said, what do you mean? I'm, I'm like right here, like I'm sitting next to you. You're holding my hand now. And she goes, no, why don't you join us? And I'm like, sweetie, I'm right here. She goes, no, I can tell by the look on your face, you're actually someplace else. You're probably you know, interacting with a leadership team, you're thinking about a conversation you had earlier, why don't you be here and be present? And that actually helped me realize uh, another wonderful quote that I heard by someone, and I can't even remember who it was by, it's be where your feet are, right? And, and if we're going to take the time to be in the arena, to be at a BNI chapter, to be in the same room, like some of the people might be in this uh, environment right now, that you're present, that you're active, that you're fighting the good fight. This, this is actually going to lead into another topic and we'll bring it all around in just a moment. But it's something I like to call the proximity principle. Has anybody ever heard the term the proximity principle? Anybody? No? Oh, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this. So the proximity principle basically states that when, when you, as an individual, the people, well, we've all heard the saying from our mom, probably, you know, you better make sure that you, you have good friends to hang out with, because the people you hang out with is who you're going to be like. In essence, mom's quotes is the proximity principle, right? And, and it goes with us through the years. And right now, because we're in a business environment, we want to make sure that the, the people that we are around or in the arena with, that the individuals that are down on the field playing and are active and not necessarily up in the cheap seats, uh, that they are the right type of people, that we're in the right environment to build who we are. Because let's face it, you are going to be like who you hang around. Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen those couples? Have you ever been in the mall and you're walking around or you're out on the beach and, and you see this couple that kind of walk by, and, and I think there's two on here that kind of rem resemble this. There's two people, maybe their name is, is Cease and, and Dave, but they tend to look alike, right? They spend so much time together that they begin to look alike. Hmm. Well, this can also have some fun with it too, right? You ever seen those people that have animals they're on the beach, they're walking their dog, and holy moly, that poodle and that lady look awfully alike. It's kind of scary. And, and then you have those, those athletes, those people that we know that, you know, just they look uh, almost identical. This one actually reminded me of Norm Dominguez because, you know, with, with football being there, Norm is a big football buff, right? 
So we've got to make sure that if we're going to be down in the arena, if we're going to be in a BNI chapter, if we're going to create an environment that is uh, conducive to what we want to do and where we want to be, that we have the right people so that when we rub off on each other, we look the right way. And this may not be the right way, right? It happens in business too, right? We put our we put ourselves in an environment, uh, and in BNI we call that a BNI chapter. We put it in ourselves in an environment that is hopefully conducive to where we want to go. We bring people and and uh, around us that we want to either emulate or be like or strive to be like. You know, I was always told, Ed, you should never be the smartest person in the room. If you are you're in the right room. Luckily, I'm always in the right room, thanks to, to people like Mike. He makes me make that come true. Thank you, Mike. So it happens in business. People come into B&I at all different stages, right? They come into your lives at different stages for whatever that may be. We wanna make sure that we're bringing in the right type of people or that we're allowing as, as for those of you who may know this gentleman by the name of, I think it's Dr. Ivan Meisner. He wrote this little book or co-authored a little book called Who's in Your Room? For any of you who have read it, it really talks about this element, right? That you're allowing people into your room that are gonna be there for the rest of your life. You wanna make sure it's the right people, but it's not just about having the right people in the room but it's also making sure that you're actually down in the arena, meaning active and engaged and, and partaking in whatever you're doing and not up in the cheap seat. Let's face it, there are those moments where we wanna be up in the cheap seats because there's a good beer that we wanna have. We, we're, we're, we're watching the game, we can kind of see things happen, but I'm really here to hang out with my friends, my buddies. And we're just gonna kind of drink up here while the game happens down below. Well. I appreciate the people that are in this room because you guys are not the the uh, up in the cheap seats type of people. You're actually down in the arena. You're getting things done. And when we're building our businesses, those are the types of people that we want to be around us. We want to make sure uh, that we're putting the right types of people in place, right types of people in, uh, in and around us. Are you taking the steps to put yourself in proximity to the players down on the field. Now, this is more about me than about them. Am I doing the things that are actually going to make them want me to be down on the field with them? Or am I a, you know, am I someone that's adding to the room, adding to the environment, adding to the culture, adding to the, uh, the, the business acumen? Or am I one of those individuals that is causing distractions? Or that is, the uh, as, as this gentleman, Dr. Ivan Meisner says, uh, looking at the bright, shiny objects, you know, those individuals that are just off doing one thing after another. Or are we actually taking serious when we're down in the arena? Are we having the appropriate tools in the arena? When you show up, are you prepared for whatever the environment that you're uh, getting get into, it it could be you know the element of of having this type of uh, tool, or 
If you like to have fun, it could be this type of tool. It all depends on the environment that you're in and you need to know what type of environment that you're in so that you can also bring the appropriate tools. So we wanna make sure that we're doing the things that we need to be doing. So here's a question, where are you? Are you in the cheap seats? Are you in the arena? Are you putting people around you or creating an environment that is conducive to help you grow as a professional, as an entrepreneur, uh, if you're a doctor, a lawyer, a dentist, whatever it is that you are, if, if maybe you're the, the family man, maybe you, you, you uh, want to be able to hang out with other parents and other individuals that, that can help you be a better parent, that can help you be, you know, when, when uh, if, if I'm going to be a pilot or if I'm going to, you know, be someone who jumps out of an airplane and uh, has a parachute on my back, you know what, I'm going to be, I'm going to want to be around other individuals who've done this before so that I can learn from them. So as I mentioned earlier, you never want to be the smartest person in the room. So all that to say is we want to make sure that not only are we down on the field and ready for action, we want to make sure that we have the right tools. And then we want to look at the environment that we're trying to create and who we are inviting in to be a part of our team so that we're, when we're down in the arena, when things are happening, you've got someone that can watch your six. Has anybody ever heard that term before? Watch your six? Dave, what does that mean? Oh. A lot of different mute buttons I've got to hit. So watch your six. It's your wingman. It's that person that's going to protect your side. They're, they're there to make sure that you succeed. So that, that's a great way to put it. And Dave, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep talking to you here for a second. As you know, that really comes from those, air, you know, the Air Force pilots, right? Do you think it's important that when they're in the midst of battle, that having their, the, the person that their wingman, the person watching their six is an important thing to happen, to have? Oh, most definitely. You're a team. Whether it's in the air, on the football field, playing baseball, playing basketball, it's a team effort. You need to have trust with those other people that are your wingmen Absolutely. or wing, wing women or however you want to, wing person. Wing person, <laughs> there we go. Wing person or hot wings if you like those as well, whichever one it is. Um, but in business, especially right now, with everything that we've, we've got going on, uh, as many of you know that, you know, this little fog thing that we've been going through for the past two and a half years, it's really easy for many of us to be alone in an alone environment because for a while we couldn't interact with people. Now we were able to kind of recreate those teams. It is important to have those people that you can count on. Jeffrey Gittimer, the guy who wrote uh, the little, what is it, the little red book of, the little red book of something or other, I can't remember the name of it, but I'm butchering it. In one of his books, he talks about having that person that you can call at 2 a.m. Do you, whether it's in business or in your personal life, have that individual that you can count on that you can call at 2 a.m.? And I'm actually happy to say that on the screen from people that I can see right now, there's about four or five of those that I know that I can call at 2 a.m. Well, the answer, it depends on how, you know, 
if they sleep or, or if they're sleeping or if they've got you know music or whatever going on. But it, needless to say, it is incredibly important that we have people around us that are there to support us and in turn, we can support them. All of this brought back to that element of, um, are you in are you in the arena or are you in the cheat seats? I want you to take that, take the time and think about your engagement in whatever it is that you're doing. And not just your engagement, but the engagement of the other individuals around you. Because let's face it, there might be people in the arena down with us that, that are not necessarily in the game. They're off on the sidelines. Hey, Norm Dominguez, quick question. And I'm going to end here in just a moment. How many people on a football field, how many on the defensive side and how many on the offensive side? Uh, 11 on each side. 11 on each side. Now, Norm, those, all, those individuals all have uniforms on, right? Yes. Would you say, would it be safe to say that there are other people that are also on the field that also have uniforms on but they're not out in the playing part of the field. Are we talking about the officials? Well, it could be the other players. Because uh, well, the players on the other on each team, yes. Correct, right? But it doesn't necessarily mean that they're in the action or in the heat of things, but we still need them because when something happens to a player, we need somebody else to be able to step in. And, and again, we want to make sure that if we're going to take the time to be in the arena that we have people we can count on, that we have people that we can learn from and grow from and that, that can mentor us or we can mentor. Uh, all of those things are in, important. And that's one of the things that I really love about what we get to do as we co-create these things called BNI chapters. And we bring people in and, and help them and uh, guide, guide individuals into these areas. So whether you're in BNI, it, working with a family, working with a group of individuals, volunteering somewhere. First and foremost, make sure you're not the the, the uh, smartest person in the room. And then secondly, look around at who you've got, who are the people that you can count on, who are there at that 2 a.m. hour when you really need someone. And if you don't have those, make sure that you invite them into the room and down onto the playing field so that you can grow together, whether it's in your personal lives or in your professional lives, uh, because without those individuals, we can't accomplish much. Thank you for having me today. Thank you, Ed. Um, I would love it if we have some time left, if you would kind of facilitate and work some question and answers so we can get deeper into your topic. I would and love to. Maybe hear what a couple other people are doing. And so Peggy George, by the way, was impressed with you, says excellent presentation, very motivating. Thank you, Peggy. Take a bow. <laughs> Guillermo, what was your one takeaway out of this? Well, I think quality over quantity. I think in our effort to get people in. So I'm, as you're well aware, building a chapter. And we want to get people in and it, and it doesn't matter if how motivated they are, uh, you know, so quality over quantity on the team. 
Dr. Meisner calls that the foggy mirror test. Are we getting someone in to just fill a seat? Are we getting the right person in that's going to complement the other individuals in the room? I like that. That's a good takeaway as well, because I'm in a chapter that is forming. And I honestly wish that there were other individuals from my chapter that were on here that could hear what you had to say, because I think they would be very motivated and have a lot of takeaway from this, because it really resonated with me as far as who we're bringing into our chapter and how we're going about doing it. Right now, I think everybody's looking from the viewpoint of we need to fill seats to launch. We need to fill seats to launch. But are we bringing in just anybody? Because we've had a few people that came in and now they're gone and we haven't launched. Uh, and then, and you have those, then you have those people that come in and they're still there and you don't want them there. And and we have a couple of those as well. <laughs> you know, that you know, they're there at the meetings every week, but then we're an online chapter. And they're never on camera and they're or they're on and off camera constantly and it it definitely um makes you rethink how you go about who you're talking to and and what it is you're presenting Tracy, and that, what you just said is the element of the cheap seats right they're yeah. there by name only they're there to, to be present but they're really not engaged they know well, that they should be in this environment, but they're kind of begrudgingly doing it. They're there for the referrals, but they're not there to give referrals and they're not there to really participate. They're not treating it like a business. You know, we we had a harsh talk this morning and, you know, we were all saying that, you know, this is a time frame that you need to carve out as if this is your number one client that you're on the phone with during this time. And would you tell your number one client, oh, wait, you got to stop right there. Don't talk. I need to take this call. Yeah. No, you would not. You would put that call into voicemail and you would continue on meeting with that client and take the call afterwards. But yet we have individuals that are constantly, oh, well, I have to take this call and I have to do this and I have to do that. Then you're not truly in this for the right thing. Yeah. Because those calls can wait that hour and a half. You know, to do I'm sorry to interrupt. These are great points. And I would encourage you um, when this recording is up um, to share this with those people and see if there's a, a change of mindset. I, I, Norm has been waiting so patiently with his oh, hand sorry. up. No, no worries. Um, and it, Norm, would you please go ahead for our guest, Ed Wilson? And I want to applaud uh, your topic because being in the arena is critically important. Even you use that illustration, uh, the people on the field, but then the people on the sidelines. And, and what I've learned in, in this career that I've had with BNI is that people, everybody has a role to play. So it doesn't matter whether you're on the sidelines or on the field. And I think of it in terms of your chapter. And having recently joined a chapter here in Arizona where I live, every, every player on the team and in our chapter, if you don't have an official role, your unofficial role is you're a visitor host. Mm. And so that keeps everybody engaged. And that's even when we introduce ourselves 
at the chapter meeting, if we don't have an official role, a la membership committee or, um, or educational coordinator or educational team, you're a visitor host. And that made me think about it. it didn't matter whether you're the head coach on a football team or you're one of the assistants, whether you're a player on the field or a player on the sideline, everybody has a role to play. And it's amazing that gets everybody engaged. And I think that's what happens at the chapter level. If you can keep everybody engaged, you're gonna accomplish a whole lot more. Well, and, and so, I loved as I was looking around at some of the, the, the squares, what, what's that Hollywood squares, the old, the old TV show? Uh, I was looking at, and, and I apologize if I pronounce it wrong, is it Marlou? Yes, it's Marlou. So I, Hi, I looked at what you are, you're a mindset coach. Everything we're talking about goes back to mindset, right? That is, that's where it all starts. And it's funny because uh, just recently I was sharing with Norm and a couple other people. I just recently read a book that was introduced to me by Ryan Holiday called The Obstacle is the Way. Talking about, the, the, you know, what's the opportunity in, you know, for Tracy with where you are in your chapter right now, what's the opportunity there, Right. And, and part of that opportunity is who we invite into the room as well. But um, what, what I love about this book and, and you know, uh, the mindset coach, who's Marlou, is it really is about mindset. How, how we pose things in our mind is really going to tell us, are we down on the field uh, in, in one of the areas, or are we actually up in the stands in the cheap seats? Because let's face it, all of us, whether we're behind a television watching from thousands of miles away and we're screaming at the players, oh, you should have done that. No, you know, we're, we're all the sideline uh, uh, players, but it's definitely different to actually do the work that needs to be done to be down in the arena and actually be active in the game. But mindset for me is one of those huge elements. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad that you're here and we definitely need more of you in this organization. Ed, the chat is uh, got two different things going on here. And, you know, everybody seems to be really onto your topic as well as we have a whole room of book lovers over here. Um, but Mike Atre had some, some good points and he was talking a little bit about uh, Zig Ziglar and um, the different types of people or events. Mike, would you like to share that with us before we move to Natalie Bausch? Yeah, actually, and you know, I think some of the comments that that Natalie uh, shared really kind of triggered it, and Tracy as well. So, you know, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So, you know, Tracy, those people that are showing up at the meeting and have their screen off all the time, taking phone calls and things like that, you know, they don't realize what that's doing to their credibility. They don't realize that you know, what what the messaging that they're sending out to people are, and sometimes it's it's valuable to them if if we have the right relationship with them that we can pull them to the side or have a side conversation and say if i knew you were doing something that was affecting your credibility would you want me to tell you about it mm. because oftentimes they don't realize what they're doing they're saying one thing but they don't realize what their body language what their actions are truly communicating to everybody else in the room or on the screen and sometimes just having a trusted individual, someone who has enough of a relationship with them 
to reach out and say, who's got your six? I've got your six. Exactly. Like, let me tell you what's going on that you're not seeing what's going on behind you that you're not seeing. Right. I've got your six. So I love that Zig Ziglar quote um, for that very reason. And then, Ed, your 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 topic made me think of that saying, you know, there are two different types of people that that go to events, those who pay to be there, the spectators and those who get paid to be there. Right. The ones who are the professionals. A great way to put that. Natalie Bausch, um, you know, I could just read this, but I'd much rather hear you share your comment with the room and um, ha have you and Ed address it, please. Are you talking about who is in your room? The book comment or the other comment? Uh, the other comment that came after Miss Book Lover uh, <laughs> about, you know, who we're considering in, in our philosophy. Right, right. So, um, when you guys are, and I was responding to people that are forming their chapters or any chapters who are looking to add new members to their team, like during that visitor host orientation, take a little bit of time and interview your visitors to make sure they are good BNI material, meaning they have a heart of a giver. Because at the end of the day, you will have to make that decision whether or not they're a good fit for your chapter. Are they willing to go and get you those new referrals? Are they willing to support their members? Are they willing to grow with your chapter to bring more business to everyone? And if everyone has that philosophy, then um, it will benefit every individual member. So when you have the visitor house team sit down and talk to prospective members, take that extra minute and ask, hey, tell me about your recent referrals. Are you a part of any other organization? Are you talking to your colleagues? Are you sending them business? What's your way of um, referring someone new clients? What, is like try to figure out whether or not they have that heart of a giver to kind of project into the future and see if they're going to be good for your chapter as a giving um, member. Are they going to bring referrals? Are they going to go that make that uh, extra effort to bring new members? I think it's important to try to figure out from the get-go. Natalie, that was awesome. One One particular thing to me that really stood out was, are they willing? Doesn't mean that they need to know how, because let's face it, for Tracy and the other individuals that are starting chapters, this is all new to people. This is something that they're learning and they're developing those skill sets. That, will, that having the willingness to is the key part. Everything else they're gonna learn. We're gonna teach them uh, some of those things and we're gonna teach them what to look for and listen for when they're out and about to be able to bring us back a referral but having that willingness you know versus those individuals who like was mentioned earlier it's like they show up and it's like the takers take not givers gain you know i'm here to grow my business i'm here everyone let's you know let the referral start flowing no you've got work to do you've got relationships to build i need to know what can i do for you before you can before you can do something for me i want to know what you can do what i can do for you so that willingness, Natalie, was what a great phrase. 
Thank you. That is great. And uh, we have some affirmations here for Natalie as well from Peggy George and a couple others. Is it Marlou? There you go. Uh, would you talk a little bit about the clients and, and the creating the obstacles and opportunities? Well, you're not creating obstacles, but. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, I, I'm super excited to read that book. Um, what was it? The Obstacles, the obstacle is the Way? The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. I'm definitely going to check it out. It sounds amazing. And one of the things it's like, you know, we get so stuck with being stopped by whatever challenges show up inside of our business. Maybe the client that we really had our heart set on wasn't, you know, just didn't show up. But what is it in looking inside of like, so what's the opportunity that maybe that you missed out on now that you can take on moving forward with your next client? Maybe you didn't take the time to build the relatedness so that they get to know who you are and what benefit you can be for them that would make the difference. Or maybe you didn't actually follow up consistently or in a timely manner. So taking a look at the opportunities that maybe were missed and what's the gap between you right now and then the gap and closing that gap for the future. So creating and looking at it instead of a stop, but really what's the op next opportunity that you can add and build on and you know to what you're taking on next. Fabulous. Ed, um, we are just running out of time. We have a little bit left. And I, I wanted to ask you if there was one thing that you wish you had spoken about a little bit earlier or that triggered something in the conversations from the people here that you would like to, to go a little bit deeper and address right now. It was actually something we didn't even get to talk about, but it's the fact that we need to realize that people are always watching. How you show up, and I think Mike even talked a little bit about this, how you show up, how you engage down on uh, the field. I'm watching this fantastic, minus the language, my new favorite show right now is this show called Ted Lasso. You want to learn some, literally some leadership skills. This entire show, every episode is filled and packed with leadership and development uh, elements in it. And, uh, and I forgot what I was going to say with that. You got to love those moments. Hmm. Uh, Ted Lasso is on uh, Apple, uh, Apple TV plus, I believe it's called is what it's on. And you were speaking about, um, how everyone is watching. Ah, yes. And just as a parent, you know, it's not just in business, but it's in life, isn't it, Ed? Absolutely. How we show up. Are we, are we constantly late to our meetings? Are we disorganized when, when it's our turn to do our, our weekly presentation? Are we prepared or are we winging it? All of these things, I want you to think about this. All of these things that we do, I think it was Mike. Mike, did you say that how you, what, what you do in one thing, what was the phrase that you used? Zig, Zig Ziglar quote, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And I want you to think about that the next time you show up at your chapter, if you're late, if you're disorganized, because let's face it, the next time, uh, the, the the next time Dave, I finally have a referral. Now this is not Dave. Dave's always on time. He's amazing. But let's. I'm going to use you as an example. Let's say that Dave's constantly late, or or Dave's not organized. The next time I finally, I I've been working on trying to find a referral for Dave. I've not had one. I finally get one. Show up this week. I'm so excited. I've got it in my pocket, ready to give it to him. 
and Dave shows up about six or seven minutes late. In my head, when it comes around the circle and I'm up, am I going to am I going to be excited about pulling the referral out and giving it to Dave? Or am I going to push it in a little bit further? Because you know what? If Dave is late here all the time, when he's supposed to meet with my client or my best friend or my grandma or whoever, is he going to be late there too? Remember, people are always watching. How we show up is an indicator of how we do business for those people around us. I want to really thank you for today. This was very inspiring. And I do this every month. I don't have to say that, right? <laughs> but it's been fabulous having you here and everybody who has joined us. And thank you very much. Um, do you want to put your contact details in the chat as we're wrapping Absolutely. up? Absolutely. Right? Just so you know that your BNI executive directors are just a wealth of information for you, as are the other members in your chapter and your leadership. I'd love to have you here again. Um, we have some emoticons going there from Norm, some applause. And um, I will post this recording soon for you to have this. You can find it on our channel on YouTube or at our podcast, BNI Podcast for Success. That's the number four. And again, go have an amazing day. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week on BNI Podcast for Success. Make sure to visit our website, BNI for Success or BNI Podcast for Success.com, where you can subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, so you'll never miss a show. Our networking success ask this week is that you tell a friend about BNI for Success. <laughs>